An Illinois nonprofit with Bloomington Roots is changing its name and rebranding itself as a holistic family support system. The group, known for more than a century as Children's Home and Aid, has become Brightpoint. WGLT correspondent Michelle Steinbacher talks with two Brightpoint leaders about the changes. Mike Shaver, president and CEO of Brightpoint, formerly Children's Home and Aid. Are you based in the Chicago area? Our headquarters is in Chicago. We are a statewide organization serving 67 counties and about 30,000 families every year. We started as an organization uh, in downstate Illinois. We kind of grew where the need was. We have uh, three regions uh, and uh, I guess four regions, a northern region, a central region, a southern region, and a metropolitan region. I'm Mindy Smith. I'm the regional vice president for the central region of newly named Brightpoint. I'm located here at our Bloomington office. Children's Home and Aid has been a big part of this community as well as around the state. Is it a different organization or is it the same organization with a new name? And this is a pivot uh, for us. Uh, For 140 years, we have been sort of we have been solving crises at the point that they're a, a crisis. And that's that's been sort of the staple of what we've done. Over that period of time, we've understood that it is possible to go upstream. It is possible to prevent uh, little problems from becoming life-altering crises. And Bright Point sort of represents our approach to working with families to do just that, to, uh, to be that beacon, to recognize family as the most important asset for child and family well-being. And while we aren't doing a major disruption in our services, uh, we are going to uh, bring a new kind of focus to our work that puts families at the center of everything we do. We've been working the past almost year and a half on you know, the, the vision, the, these, you know, the imperative actions of where we were moving without the name. Because the name is important, but it's not the, the only thing. You know, the logo and, and everything looks great. But really it is about this transformation on how we see the service that we're doing and how we want to see it in the future and really partnering with families. So what are the services that you do if you're changing the name to focus on this attention to the moments before crisis where intervention can come in and maybe avoid a child being removed from a home. What is it that Bright Point does? Here in Bloomington and the central counties that surround Bloomington Normal, um, we provide home visiting services and a lot of prevention family support programming. So these are programs of working with families that are um, providing knowledge, we're providing um, additional resources and support to help um, children and families get off to a great start and throughout. So we see families prenatally our doula program all the way through our home visiting and early childhood programming as well with uh, the Scott Family and Child Center. So um, it's it's not just one thing. People come to us at different points and, and they might use our crisis nursery, which is a 24-7 program that provides crisis care as well as connecting families to resources. So no matter when they're coming in, we're looking at it as a preventative, more proactive, asset-driven focus so we connect families and listen to their voice on what's going to help them thrive. How do we think really intentionally about, one, moving upstream wherever possible, two, asking ourselves, what are we doing for families to solve the little problems before they become large crises? And and doing that with an eye towards equity, an eye towards understanding not all families have access to the resources to be the best parent that they can be. And all three of those are front and center in our, our, in our strategy. How would a family get connected with Bright Point? So locally, it's a variety of ways. Um, a lot of it is actually us being out in the communities, talking about our services, and it's family-to-family referring. So um, our referral sources come from 
private, of one-on-ones to uh, larger um, community partnerships where referrals come in with that warm referral. They know who we are. It's um, more of like, you know, what can we provide that maybe is, is a gap and how we can work with our community partners to, to fill that gap. Who works for you? What kind of people are involved at Bright Point? Sure. In the central region, we have um, around 130 employees right now, and we have um, early childhood professionals. We have um, social workers, master social workers. We have behavioral health because we have clinical programs as well. Uh, we have volunteers. We have peer-to-peer -peer mentors. Um, so it's a variety of, of people working here. Would the focus be on the adults or on the child, or is it the whole family? I'm just curious about the setup. Traditional services years ago it would be primary just for the child or just for the parent. That's not the approach that, that, we're, that we have taken or that we're going to continue to take as this transformation is occurring with, with Bright Point. We're looking at the family. So whether or not you come in as a student in our early childhood center or a parent in behavioral health, we're looking at that dyadic model, that parent-child relationship, the caregivers, the community even at times, on who's working with that family. So it really is this like this two-gen kind of approach where we know that we can't just work with one to actually help and support the full family. I'm Michelle Steinbacher, and this is Sound Ideas. We're here with Mendy Smith and Mike Shaver of Bright Point, formerly known as Children's Home and Aid. We wanted to make this announcement here in Bloomington in the central region because this is the place where our parent support work was most developed. It was the place that where we had the largest footprint on home visiting first in the organization. We had always provided uh, high quality early childhood services for families. We had been building out uh, other primary prevention programs. And in many respects, it has been at the tip of the spear at what the rest of the organization, in fact, the rest of the sector had to catch up with. One of the things that we recognized with the name Children's Home and Aid is that it's hard to present yourself as an organization that has a two-generation approach if what people hear in your name is homes for children, right? That is our legacy. That is our history. But what we have learned and what we're practicing and what science tells us and what the developments in neuropsychology are telling us is that if you really want to focus on child and family well-being, you really can't do any better than to invest in the family. And historically, the work that we've done over 140 years too often invested in the crisis side of the work, removing a child from the family. And we know that that is not a good development for a child, that, that children who are removed and separated from their parents, the risk that they suffer a lifetime of developmental uh, issues is, is extraordinary. So we really challenge ourselves to think about how, what can we do as an organization to put an end to the need for foster care as we know it. And that's why Bright Point was always going to capture that idea better than Children's Home and Aid. A follow-up to what you just said, put an end to foster care as we know it. There will always be individual exceptions to that, right? There will always be cases where a child's welfare unfortunately requires the separation. So is that still part of Bright Point? It is. And in fact, we're not flipping a switch and walking away from the provision and support of families who need the services of uh, the child welfare system. But here's what we know. Nationally, there are about a half million children who will sleep in a home that's not their own tonight. In Illinois, that number is a uh, 
close to 20,000 kids. And it's our sense and the data would tell a story that suggests as many as 60 to 75% of those kids, but for a different set of interventions at the right time, might not have had to enter the foster care system. And, and our job is to really find that place. There will always be a need. Families have crises. There are issues that necessitate, just for the child's safety, that removal. We also aspire that when that happens, the work that we do after that accelerates the process, supports families in a different way when they, they need those supports, and that kids spend less time in the foster care system. Uh, and if they can't return to their biological family, that we maintain connections and that we find them a different home as soon as is possible. So it is really thinking about it on, on both ends. That was Mike Shaver and Mindy Smith with Bright Point speaking with WGLT correspondent Michelle Steinbacher.